0: good day you beautiful people welcome back to toaster tubby time as always i am your host chris daisy behind me is sleeping comfortably on the couch and i really have no idea what's going on in this world today but i'm really just trying to stick along for the ride here There's nothing left to shock you. Now you've landed on your feet. Good day and welcome back. Thank you all for coming back. I guess it's time to get our toxic masculinity in check because I got a little bit of something, something, something that I have to say. (laughs) Oh, kind of weird. Um, But I just don't get the fucking Bud Light thing, man. I don't get it. It's one thing to be upset, and it's one thing to say something, but when you have people like Kid Rock looking like fucking uh, Ted Nugent's crackhead methhead son- in law who cracked his way into the fucking uh, heavy artillery shooting stuff, you know pretty disregards for a lot of things. Uh, I don't think I saw eyes or ears on there. Uh, Anyway, Uh, and then Brantley Gilbert throwing down a Bud Light saying, fuck that while his band is playing another one, Bites the Dust. Oh, God. Brantley Gilbert, I know you'll never listen to this, but if you do listen to this, that was written by Queen. I suggest, because it's on YouTube. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. Um, yeah, look up the video for, and I'm not just completely disregarding the irony of Friday Mercury. Um, but yeah, just watch the video for I Want to Break Free. Enjoy that one, Brantley. <laughs> not that he ever listens to this, but anywho. Um, and yes, I do understand that at two different things that's drag versus, uh, versus uh trans uh i'm just trying to make a point of the fact that they very much were very welcoming to every lifestyle um and every person who wanted to listen and who wanted to be there cuz they were kind of a community that way anyways um yeah uh fuck off about that stuff so if you get you know your knickers in a bunch about something cuz i get my knickers in a bunch about shit sometimes um The preferred way to do it is just not to do business with them. Um, I I know you're trying to make a statement. um, But depending on what it is, the statement that you make and how you make it can be seen poorly. Let's just put it that way. The statement that you make. uh, Yeah, this is going to be a PSA. Okay. This is weird. I have, like, my hand on my skull. Um, Not my skull, the the skull that I got from uh, that Don bought me. But anyways, yes, so I have my hand on the skull here, and it's like the soothsayer. Uh, Anyway, so here's a PSA. It's fine and dandy to protest and boycott something. Uh, It's fine and dandy to do it in a public manner, um, but... I'm just saying. Consider the social climate that you're in. Uh, look at other people who have made attempts at doing the kind of protest that you're trying to do, and the results that happen to them. Um, and and if it seems like it's going to be a negative outcome, um, I suggest going the opposite way of of what you were planning, and think of an alternative. Yeah. Um yeah, if you want to protest anything, um Google how should I protest blank. Um hey, I don't know. That might actually be a good service. Um yeah, ways to properly protest something. Um yeah, cuz if you do things wrong and you have wrong reasons and you do it in a wrong way, um, it doesn't end up well. Uh, that's where the phrase, I I believe that's where the phrase fuck around, find out came from, um, or in the corporate world. Uh, um, I suggest you should consider the possible outcomes. If you (laughs) can, if you continue on the course of action that you're pursuing, so yeah, that's corporate for fuck around and find out. Anyways, uh back to kind of reality. What I really wanted to talk about today. Um, and this is something that I've been thinking about. It it was gonna be last week's uh topic, but I really hadn't fully formulated this thought, and I just kind of kept getting sidetracked into uh that whole previous thing, and I just I've just there's so many wrong things and just so many wrong ways to go about things that I think just take a step back and think before you act is the best thing I could say. Um, Anyways, back to the, the meat and taters. That was enough of a stupid appetizer. That was like an appetizer that nobody wanted. <laughs> uh, anyways, back to the meat and taters here. Um, thinking about, like, movies and stuff, because uh, recently I had brought it to my own attention, um, because I'm going to Terrificon in my state this year, Um, I love it, it's super fun, Um, if you listen and you're going to Terrificon, I will tell you how to find me, Um, (laughs) anyways, um, I realized in looking at myself, I'm like, "Mm, shit. Uh, a sweater, and I am the dude. <laughs> Just with gray hair. Um, so, yeah, I decided that I'm going to cosplay as the dude. So that's how you know how to find me, to find the gray-haired dude. Um, but it made me really think about two movies that came out really close to each other, year apart, that um, had polar opposite main characters that really kind of uh define some of my evolutions and whatnot um that being um fight club and the big lebowski so tyler durden and jeff the dude lebowski um yeah so two uh two kind of characters roughly ish i mean they don't really say i you'd, you'd assume tyler durden's in his 20s late 20s 30 30s um and the dude is in his 40s so um you know kind of really well he's 40 yet so um two polar opposites but really it's like the yin and the yang um you know you have Tyler Durden, who's the straight out action on this, and the dude who's just like the go with the flow and the the ease of that. And it's interesting because a lot of people in in my generation and uh, micro generation, uh, the Xennials with an X, 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 X Xenials, um I, I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, but yes, Gen, like the baby Gen X and even Gen X, and um, we were raised by a lot of different uh characters <laughs> to to put it this way, and um, I think that's where you know Gen X being uh kind of independent we we had a lot of and i'm speaking in this point to males because as a male i can't say how females identified i watched a lot of uh coming of age stuff that was really freaking cool and um i'm might talk to sean patrick flannery about girl yeah you would think i would say boondock saints but now i'm going to talk to him about girl because that was an awesome movie and i love that movie but fuck off <laughs> anyways um yeah so there was a lot of interesting characters but yeah they 98 and 99 you know big lebowski then uh fight club so really two completely polar opposite characters um you know looking at life from two completely different viewpoints uh you know the anarchist and the I wouldn't say he's a nihilist, but he's more like the Taoist. Um, You know, one wanted to destroy and one wanted to just let things go as they were. Um, But I think that they really are interesting case studies um, against each other. And there's a lot of other um, stuff. And a lot of great, great characters from the 90s came... (laughs) This was supposed to be something about uh you know my my comparing and contrasting uh the dude and tyler durden and it's kind of really now morphing into something interesting i want to see where this goes um but yeah there was a lot of interesting characters but a lot of it came from really good uh literature of of my time uh writers of my generation um who really understood and tapped into that um and, and i'm thinking about this just because my uh my daughter had me listen to the peaches song uh the the jack black peaches song not the the musical artist peaches uh that'd be fucked up <laughs> on any level on any song no um so i was thinking about jack black and um you know his first role that I, he's been in more before that but his first kind of big role that i could think of In uh, High Fidelity, and John Cusack's character was just amazing. Written by Nick Hornby, who has written some amazing literature, uh, amazing books. And if you are in, uh, if you're experiencing your quarter life crisis, uh, if you're listening and you're experiencing a quarter life crisis, I definitely recommend books like High Fidelity, uh, About a Boy, uh, Fever Pitch uh not the uh jimmy fallon movie not that that is bad it is a good fun movie but um you know it's interesting to see the difference between the fact that you know that was baseball's fever pitch and it's really a football pitch soccer uh but football pitch but anyways i digress um yeah there were a lot of really interesting characters a lot of it came from literature a lot of it came from uh really good screenplays um a lot of people don't know or might not realize that swingers was uh vince Vaughn and john favreau uh whole way <laughs> uh goodwill hunting ben, uh ben affleck matt damon um yeah it just so much and the 90s had so much good, uh, I think because it was a little bit easier to make a movie in the 90s. Not as easy as it is now uh, with the, the ease of high-res uh, cameras in our freaking phones. But in the 90s, the cinema, the actual um, real-to-real film was it was getting to a point where, you know, a, a guy like Kevin Smith for under 30,000 could make a movie. Um, but they, so it was really a lot of good. And, and it, <laughs> it, it it's hard to look back and say that you want to, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see. And I'm going to, uh, we're going to earmark this date. This is 423. Oh my God, it's 1230. Um, in the morning. So this is going to be pretty much published as soon as I'm done. Uh, it's interesting to see how we're trying to, uh, almost whitewash the whole Weinstein thing out of there. Um, but Miramax was such an important part of film that it is almost an impossibility. I have no idea how they could manage to whitewash harvey weinstein out of cinema without considering okay deep breath all <laughs> so here's some of just the stuff that we'd have to absolutely say if we you know try to whitewash it out of there uh ziggy stardust in the spiders from mars uh yeah uh working girls um do 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 um. Oh, that's getting into oh my left foot. That uh, sex lies in videotape. Um, and, uh, the cook, the thief, his wife, her lover, tie me up, tie me down. Uh, let's see, we're getting more into the. <coughs> Ooh, that was gross. Sorry, but I'm gonna not. Uh, edit that so you guys can know that i was a complete dick and you could mark that as a i was a dick moment um shit i'm just looking at uh okay here we go getting into the mid 90s oh i forgot the crow um the piano farewell my concubine um house of cards strictly ballroom the crying game uh, Reservoir Dogs, Saffrona, uh, uh, let's get here. Um, through the Three Colors series, um, Little Buddha, Pulp Fiction, Clerks and pretty much everything. I'm not even going to keep going into their bullets over Broadway. Muriel's Redding, uh the Englishman who went up the mountain, uh, went up a hill but came down the mountain uh the postman. Uh I know somewhere in here is the um yeah, there's, there's just a whole fucking shitload. Um you know, most of the most of the uh artists, most of the uh directors who were the the indie avant-garde at the time were <laughs> we were financed by harvey weinstein which it's great that a lot of them have um done a lot of stuff to make you know for reparations towards victims um which is fantastic but it's impossible to whitewash out all of that kind of stuff um yeah so going back to the original thought um uh yeah so the Dude and Tyler Durden are just they're, they were an interesting yin and yang in my life so when I was younger I watched uh I watched um I'd watched Big Lebowski and it was entertaining. I was a Coen Brothers fan, so I was a fan of Big Lebowski um but it didn't hit me uh right that time. Um, which is great because I wasn't at that time mentally to handle it. Um, then, and then a year later watched Fight Club and drastically different. and I felt more, I think I felt more disillusioned with myself. I wasn't I wasn't happy with myself. I wasn't happy with where things were going and whatnot. It was easier to identify with the Tyler Durden character. Um, you know, I was not a person who was able to, uh not rage out I was angry. I was <laughs> I was resentful. Um you know uh and I, I I it really fit into who I was at the time. Um but now I'm <clears throat> I'm more mature and I'm more um more able to accept the things um even more so now that I've been clearing my head, so um, it's definitely a, a a lot more closer to having the feeling of what that was. That Taoist thing, the Taoist principles. Um, I've been I've been reading a lot, and I, I definitely identify closer to that. If we're gonna put labels, um, and I'm gonna that then labels is gonna be my next one. And I, that's a promise that I'm really gonna do. It's gonna call, be called labels, and I'm gonna talk about labels and shit. But um, for now, it's just you know the I've grown tired, <laughs> not tired. Um, yeah, I still get angry, um, but I I just I I let it out, and that's it. You know, so I let this out, and that's it. And I just can move past it. I just throw my voice into the wind saying, what the fuck? But then I let it go. Because uh, I find that it's a lot easier to just get past the anger, get past the the little things, uh, because you're just able to, you just realize that it's not as significant as you think it is. Um, once you can get that kind of clarity that says, you know, okay, this isn't, this this is just not worth worth your time worth your effort so yeah that's that um but yeah that's uh that's where i'm at tyler Dearden and uh and the dude the yin and the yang chaos and order but order within chaos and chaos within order so think about that that's my little nugget for you (laughs) all right I've taken up enough of your time. I love you, beautiful b-holes. I will talk to you next week, I promise. All right. Love you. Peace.